Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. You know that fresh produce is the best produce. That's why at Kroger, we invest in local farmers to bring you seasonal picks that taste fresh from the farm good, like sweet corn, refreshing watermelon, and juicy peaches. So whether you're a delivery lover, a picker-upper, or you shop in-store, your local produce always tastes 100% fresh, or you get a 100% refund guaranteed. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Welcome everyone to Take It Home Podcast. I'm your host, John LaRocca. On today's episode, I'm going to talk about the Jungle Boy Jack Perry turn. I talked about it. If you're listeners of the, uh, listeners out there who listen to the Fight Game Podcast with Garrett Gonzalez and myself, I mentioned is part of our Tart 5, we talked about Jungle Boy's heel promo, his first one, after he turned... Um, and I mentioned that I will be going into more detail about this, about Jungle Boy's heel turn here on Take a Home Podcast. So, yeah, what they do to my boy is what, is uh what I what I'm saying. Um, I don't like this idea at all. I I don't understand why we're here at this point. Um. I think it's very bizarre that you have a natural heel in Sammy Guevara who they're trying to turn babyface and you have a natural babyface in Jungle Jack Perry that they're they turned heel. I don't get that at all. I see a lot of issues with this. Um now I have a good history with Jungle Jungle Boy Jack Perry. Of course, he wrestled for all pro wrestling. Um, you know, he started off wrestling when he was really young. But, you know, when he moved up to Northern California, I believe he was going to college up here at uh, University of Santa Cruz and taking bookies around the Bay Area. And all pro wrestling was one of his, uh, his, his stops that he, we, we book him on shows, mostly for the undercard 
And then, of course, he started getting this just really organic reaction. Um, most time he would lose, but the fans just loved him because he's a you know he was skinnier then, but still had that that hair and you know the good looks and it just you want to root for this kid, right? And I caught on to that, and I decided to you know do something with him. I continued on with him falling short in matches and keep building and building and building and building. And eventually he started winning matches and, you know, but I wanted people to have that. Oh, we just want to see jungle. Come on, jungle boy. You're putting all your heart, all your effort and you're coming up short, but we know you're just, you're, you're almost there. You're almost there. You're, you keep, keep fighting, keep fighting. That's what we did with them. That was just the story. Eventually ended up winning the lightweight championship and all that. Um, but then he was soon signed to um, AEW. Which I thought was a great signing by AEW. Uh, young promotion, uh, you know, stocking up on you know some some name talent, but also like you know going after potential young stars. And I thought Jungle Boy Jack Perry was a future young star in pro wrestling. Um, but I think with him in this promotion in his last four years. It's been so up and down, you know, start and stop and, uh, you know, not just him with a lot of other talent as well. You know, like Tony Khan has so many wrestlers on contract. He's hired so many people that he just doesn't have time to feature them all. So they kind of come in waves like, oh, here they are for a couple weeks and they're gone and then here they are again and then they're gone. Uh, then he gets excited about a new free agent. He signs them and and features them for a while. Then he pushes back the other people that he was just featuring before that. Um, uh, pushes are stopped, just out of the blue. Rivalries are, you know, stopped, and they get picked up later. But the momentum has been lost because you 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 didn't conclude it. And when you're trying to go to conclude it, it just people don't really care. Um, look at you know Keith Lee and and Swerve Strickland. Um, not saying that was a great program, but you know they had a program and then it, it's for some reason still going, but not really featured and hasn't been focused on. And we're back to it again, coming up on AEW Dynamite win. Like, I don't know if they're teaming this or they're going to be te- upcoming, going to be teaming in that lethal lottery tag team tournament whatever it is but anyways looking at jungle boy jack perry's career in aw i you know wanted to look at the highlights um of course he was signed early on um in aw and on december 18 until 19 on dynamite he wrestled chris jericho and it was a match where you know jericho told the punk kid uh you know Jungle Boy Jack Perry, you can't last 10 minutes with me. I'm a legend. Of course, Jack Perry does. And it was a good match. And, you know, I thought it was too soon for this at that time. Because you got to establish Jungle Boy. He doesn't need to win the matches. But because he's so, like, likable, like you want to root for him, he can lose and people will still be behind him. And I thought this was just too much too soon for him, you know, and wasn't followed up on, really. Um, a few months later, 
Jurassic Express was formed. They were the, you know, him and Luchasaurus with unfortunately Marco Stunt, which I, which, you know, but they're like the lovable mid card team. And it was during the pandemic and all that. But they were, you know, a nice mid card level Bayface team. Uh, Double Nothing 2021. Jungle Boy won the Casino Battle Royal to earn a future world title shot. Um, and then he cashed in, or the match was set up for June 26th on Dynamite with Jungle Boy Challenge, but, but lost to uh, Kenny Omega for the title. Um, good match as well. Again, not followed up on. Jungle Boy was back to, you know, well, he's not really left Direct Express, but they started focusing there. And then they did it. They did it. I thought they did a really good build to Jurassic Express chasing the Young Bucks for the titles. And they didn't beat the Young Bucks. The Young Bucks ended up dropping into Lucha, uh, the Lucha Brothers. And then on January 5th, 2022, on Dynamite, Jurassic Express beat Lucha Brothers for the tag team titles, which I thought was a bad move. Because you, you're building them this feud, and, that, and that's what the people want to see. That's who they want the Jurassic Express to beat for the tag team titles, those damn young bucks. And they beat them from another Bayface tag team. And then when they won the tag team titles, again, no follow-up. They're kind of just twisting in the wind, not really focused on. They're tag team champions. Just putting the belt on someone doesn't make them instantly over. Or it makes them inst- their, their title reign, their title, the title credibility on them doesn't elevate the title. Like you gotta give, you gotta have them feud with someone. You gotta get them programs. They gotta be featured. NFL Sunday Ticket is now on YouTube and YouTube TV, which means that it just got easier to be an NFL fan, even if you live far away. Like maybe you like the Bears, but you're hibernating in Panthers territory. But with NFL Sunday Ticket, your out-of-market team is never more than a short distance away. Specifically, the distance from you to your remote control. NFL Sunday Ticket, now on YouTube and YouTube TV. Go to youtube.com slash presale to get $50 off. Terms and embargoes apply. Offer ends 919. No refund. Subscription auto renews. What's up? It's Kaylee Cuoco. When it comes to travel, we all have a happy place. I just went to my happy place. I just went to Maui, and it was truly amazing. Priceline has always been about getting you to your happy place for a happy price with deals you really can't find anywhere else, like up to 60% off select hotels in Costa Rica or five-star hotels for two-star prices in Cabo. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. The, <laughs> the uh the the draft express that they're chasing young bucks not winning and then another here comes another team winning the title from the young bucks they end up using losing titles back to the young bucks on june 15 2022 in a ladder match where christian who was mentoring the jurassic express this time at this time turned on jungle boy because jungle boy eliminated christian out of the battle royal and that led to the feud between Christian and Jungle Boy, where Christian was really going hard on the uh, Jungle Boy's, you know, father who passed, the you know, the actor Luke Perry, and you know, it was some hard, controversial stuff. But it was, you know, Christian was fantastic as a heel, and Luchasaurus 
um, ends up turning heel and joining Christian Cage. Christian Cage, unfortunately, ends up getting hurt, tears a tricep, so he's out. And then Jungle Boy does beat Luchasaurus in a steel cage match at full gear on November 19, 2022. And then again, because of Christian injury, they can't really follow up on it. But it, so since they had nothing to follow up and up up on, Jungle Boy's back to just kind of just being there, not focused on. So finally, when Christian was ready to go, he comes back, cuts another nasty promo on his dad and his family, uh, and they set up a, a, their first match ever between these guys in a basically a buried alive match, and. They called the final burial match. And though I wasn't excited about their first match being this final burial match, I feel like they could have had a series of matches and Jungle Boy could have really learned from, you know, working Christian. I thought they had a freaking awesome match at AEW Revolution um, this past March. If it wasn't for MGF and Brian Danielson having that, that tremendous Iron Man match, um, you know, this match would have been the match of the night, but but this was definitely the second best match of the night by far. Just well-worked, dramatic. I thought Jungle Boy looked great coming out of it. And I thought, okay, this is great. Having had this big win. Now you start having him win matches and featuring him. And the next step was he was going to, all of a sudden he's like challenging for the title. He's not at that. It just didn't work. And then he started doing this, forcing this, Four pillars storyline, which is, you know, you you bring a Sammy Guevara back, who he wasn't being focused on in a very long time. He wants a title shot, and and no one's believing it. You have Darby Allen there, and that that's the guy that they probably could have bought with MGF, but Jungle Boy, at the time, was not ready to be in that position, challenged for the title. But he should be on the cards, winning matches, gaining momentum. But they had. This, these horrible back and forth promos between all four men that was just everyone just came off bad, especially Jungle Boy. Um, and then, you know, this past Sunday, he on Forbidden Door pay per view, he wrestled Jungle Boy, uh, sorry, Jungle Boy wrestled Sonata for the IWGP Championship. And Sonata treated this match like a World champion would wrestling a mid card babyface. He, you know, let the let the mid card babyface shine a bit, but ultimately, like it was very clear from his demeanor, from his performance, about how he beat Jack Perry, that he was Jack Perry was well beneath him, and he is, but definitely well beneath Sonata. I mean, I I just talked about it on the fight game podcast, like. Sonata, you know, hits a moonsault, one, two, three, just strolls out of the ring like, yep, job done. Easy peasy, right? And then after that match, Jungle Boy, who had Hook in his corner, who asked Hook to be in his corner, they they leave the ringside area, and the camera starts really focusing on this, so you know something's going to happen. And Jungle Boy... Turns on Hook, clotheslines him. 
you know, starts looking all angry to the crowd and attitude, picks up hooks, to, you know, FTW title. That means nothing in AEW, just tosses it, which I liked. And then Jungle Boy soaked in the booze and strolled to the back and T's going back to the babyface entrance. But no, he went to the heel entrance. So stupid. (laughs) And I'm like, what the hell are they doing here with this? First of all, there was no reason for Jungle Boy to turn on Hook. There's no jealousy. There's no fucking history between these guys other than three tag team matches is their only history with each other. And that was in this, this year, 2023. Three tag team matches, and we're damn near nearly in July. The first two took place in January. January 11th, defeating Big Big Bill and Lee Moriarty on Dynamite. And then January 25th, defeating Ethan Page, Matt Hardy on Dynamite. And they don't team or associate each other until June 7th when they defeated Drillistico and Preston Vance in that Texas Tornado match. When you do a heel turn, the person turning on the other person, there has to be, one, a, a reason. Two, history. Because you don't want to, you know, if there's no history, who cares if the guy decides to say, F this guy, I'm doing other things. Why would we care? You gave us no reason, Tony, to care about Hook and Jungle Boy. Just because you made a, a shirt? Because they wrestled three matches together? No. They need to be a team for well over a year before something like this happens. More if you... More if you could. You know, longer if you could. But it meant nothing. And now and now Jungle Boy is he comes out for this promo. We talked about it on Fight Game podcast. Comes out, Baltimore is playing, crowd singing it, and he, you know, he does, you know, as I expected, he was going to tell him to turn the music off and put, get the booze there. Came out with dark glasses, bomber jacket, black pants, black shoes. And then he proceeds to cut a scripted I'm a bad guy promo. Now, Jungle Boy's never been one to enjoy doing promos. He even said himself that he would kind of run away from doing promos. Um, and as a heel, dude, you're going to have to start cutting promos. And you're he's going to have to get better at this because it did not feel natural. It did not feel... Like, it really came from him. It felt like playing heel wrestler in your backyard promo, right? Like, I don't, again, I don't understand why. Why this had to be done. I mean, during the Four Pillars build, because it was so bad and everyone everyone was so whiny that no one came out of that match looking good, in my opinion. And yes, the fans weren't get into Jungle Boy because he wasn't ready for disposition. 
Okay. Oh, well. Done. He loses the fall in that match. Whatever. You can still kind of get this guy going again, right? And then on the other side, his old former tag team partner, Luchasaurus, who's still associated with Christian. Luchasaurus wins the TNT title when Christian, you know, interferes and costs Warlow the title and, and Luchasaurus wins. And the story there is that even though Luchasaurus wrestled the match and won the title, Christian is acting like he's the real champ, TNT champion, not Luchasaurus. Luchasaurus is just his weapon, but he's a champion, right? So you think coming off that great match at AEW Revolution early in March, that they would go eventually to Jungle Boy chasing the TNT title. He's just a, it's a natural opponent for Luchasaurus. There's the, you know, the as Christian's using Luchasaurus, there's Jungle Boy who could try to, like, convince his old dinosaur buddy to, you know, drop this guy, he's using you, etc. Uh, there's, you know, Jungle Boy's quest for titles coming up short when it comes to singles titles. You know, that could be the big title that he wins if you built it correctly, right? And he has to beat his his old buddy to do it. And he's already done it once, right? Or maybe Christian gets interferes and disqualification, and it's like you have to beat me for the title or something like that. You can do you can do whatever you want, right? Um, it could it could, but that's the story there. That's that's where you want to take Jungle Boy, right? Yeah, he's been he hasn't won the big one, the big singles belt. But there's the title right there, perfect for him, perfect guy to beat for the title. But now we have him as a heel, and and I think Garrett mentioned on the on the Viking podcast, he asked like, do you think Jungle Boy ends up back with Christian, back with Luchasaurus, but now as heels? I'm like, then that we just wasted our time with that whole program. Jungle Boy should not be back with Christian. When he's a heel, right? I mean, yes, it'd be beneficial for a Christian to be with him and help him guide him as he's as he's this newly fresh heel because he's so inexperienced, doesn't really know. But you're just taking away all that you did there, right? So I hope that does not happen. You gotta have Chunga Boy on his own or associated with someone, but who? Who? Chris Jericho, we've seen what Jericho has done in AEW, right? Like, he doesn't really make anyone that much better, especially the last few years. No one's come out better working with Chris Jericho, you know? Did Action Dreddy become a star? No. He got a contract, but did he become a star? No. Orange Cassidy program? Orange Cassidy was the same, same spot. This international title booking has done more for Orange Cassidy than Chris Jericho ever did. Dan Garcia is just, you know, he's got to dance now. He does a dance routine. He's lost momentum. Yuta has passed him up in the pecking order in AW. So I, I want to put him with Chris Jericho. 
I do like the idea of because Jungle Boy referenced his hot girlfriend. He didn't say who it was. Of course, because we're supposed to all assume that we know he's dating Anna J. And I know they mentioned it a, a time or two on AEW. I think it earned him one of those four pillars back and forth promos. They've, MGF might have made a mention, but I don't think he even said her name. So, you know, you could establish that later when, you know, as a big, another big, you know, addition to his package, you know, like uh, he'll turn General Jack Perry package and, you know, Anna Jake, and they can kind of, kind of maybe take the, take the spot of the old, because I thought Sammy Guevara and take Ty Conti were just a perfect heel combo, man. You just hated both of those people so much, right? So maybe Anna Jay and Jungle Boy could take that spot. Maybe. But here's a big issue with turning Jungle Boy heel. He He's not a leader in the ring. He needs to be led. And the first program he has is versus Hook, another young wrestler who needs to be led. So who is going to learn from who here? Right? Oh, they have John. They have producers. They have, you know, agents. They do. But they got to be able to listen. And I just don't see this working. A heel normally is the one that calls the match. Is the one that's, you know, in the ring. He's the quarterback. He's setting the, he's setting up the baby face comebacks. You know, he's... Jungle Boy's not that guy. He's the that generation of memorization of matches, right? I was mentioned on the Fight Game podcast that Jungle Boy really needs to study smaller heels. Now, Jungle Boy's not a small guy in height, but he's a small guy in, in weight, right? He's a he's a thin guy. Filled out more since his AW days for sure. APW days for sure, but but he's definitely still smaller compared to a lot of the wrestlers on that roster. So he needs to understand how to work like a smaller heel. And I mentioned Tolly Blanchard is a perfect guy for him to study. You know, Tolly Blanchard was a, a good sized guy, but in the eighties with the land of the, the, the muscle bound giants, like he, he was one of those quote unquote smaller guys. And Eddie Gilbert would be a, a guy for him to watch. But I, I I love Jack, but I can't see him watching those sitting down wanting wanting to watch those matches and learn from them because the modern wrestler today it's not exciting it's too slow they're watching matches for spots they're watching matches to to do. Take a steal a move. They're they're playing video games that do f- the, the steal moves from my goodness gracious. Instead of understanding how to be a, a heel and bump and feed and and how to have vicious heat and when to change switch a gear as a heel when you're given the heat and all that. I just I I hope he does, but I just don't see that happening. And I see that. 
my prediction is that it won't be long until Jungle Boy Jack Perry heel is just in the level of an Ethan Page <laughs> or the firm in AEW. Or they're just there. They show up. They wrestle a match. They lose a match. They're on a rampage. No one's watching. That's where I kind of see this going. Again, what I would have done with Jungle Boy from the start is play up the underdog. Play up his young age, the good looks, the... And yes, mention he's a son of a famous actor. You don't need to make it always about that, but it should be known. I I I was never a fan of the Jungle Boy name, but I'm I enjoy I but I didn't mind if it was Jungle Boy Jack Perry. I'm glad he's doing that now. And like I said, continue like that first year should just been him wrestling and. So the first half of it, that that first year should have been him wrestling and put up a fighting effort and losing. And then he gets that maybe like three to four months later, he gets that big win over an, a, a, a middle-of-the-road heel. And then now he starts winning matches. Now he's on a roll. Now he's getting confidence. Now he's getting advice from a veteran babyface, you know, and then when he gets that momentum, then you would do something where a heel world champion, you know, scoffs at the fact that this punk kid is challenging or getting a title shot at him. And that he doesn't think that this punk kid can last 10 minutes with him. That's, you know, that's the classic wrestling stuff is what you do with him. And putting the tag team titles on Jurassic Express was something I was I was pushing for on Fight Game Podcast when we were talking about the we we're covering the, the Dynamite Show's detail. I said these the next level needs to be Jungle Boy and and Luchasaurus have to win the tag team titles. And then and then event and then when they lose, then you do the turn with Luchasaurus turns on Jungle Boy and you take Jungle Boy away from Luchasaurus after he beats him, right? After that's his first Major singles feud would have been Luchasaurus, and he and he comes out on top of that, right? And then, you know, don't need to rush him to another program. Maybe it's Christian. You could, if it's Christian, yes. But if not, you just have him win matches again. Have him win matches, and then eventually the next step is a guy like Christian who's going to teach him something when he wrestles him. And don't just do one and done matches. You know, gosh, these guys, these these in AEW, I don't know why they the first meeting is always some kind of special stipulation match. It's like hot shot, hot shot city over there. You know, give me a give Jungle Boy a series of matches with Christian so he can learn and and be better. Um, ugh, I don't know that was a, such a waste opportunity. You know, rematches aren't a bad thing. Wrestling was built on rematches, right? Um. You wouldn't feel the need to having to re-sign or assign some new 
free agent or some new person to indie to feature him for a few weeks because you're you're running out of ideas because you're burning through all your talent. Like, I'm not saying every match has to lead to a rematch, but some do to extend your program, to extend your television, to give us a reason to continue to watch, you know. I mean, for AEW, what they present as their pro wrestling is not villain of the week, right? Like, we want to see people's journeys. And and Jungle Boy, we want he's the perfect guy to get the audience to invest in and go on that journey. And you can use his shyness with the promos to get him over in a way you know like like a lot of people yes we want him to be fired up we want him to i, I would definitely keep focus on being fired being fired up when you get out there <clears throat> when you make your way to the ring like be fired up show some just energy but maybe you kind of you can kind of go with this the shyness of him like you know, the, the the lovable kid, the respectful young man. That he's not a sh- yeller and a shouter like the, you know, he just wants to go out and win and do his best. You know, honor his father, honor his family. I'm trying to remain positive here, and I like Jack Perry, and I'm rooting for him to be successful at this. Because you know, he's a good kid. He was a joy to work with at APW. I just feel like Tony is putting him in a position to fail. And when you book, you want to hide people's weaknesses and feature their strengths. And to me, this is not going to do that. But we should see. I hope it proves me wrong. Let me know your feedback. What would you think? Do you think this is a great move for Jungle Boy? Was it feel it needed to happen? Or do you feel they made a mistake? That they should have kept them as Mayface? I'd love to hear your guys' thoughts on that. Hit me up at the Rocket Jail on Twitter. Um, so, yeah, everyone, have a safe weekend coming up. Fourth of July. Be safe. Don't drink and drive. Um, if you're shooting off fireworks, be respectful of all the animals in the air neighborhood, those poor dogs and cats. Um, just, just be smart. Be smart with that stuff. Everyone, have a great holiday. Take care. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. 
BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.